Hello and welcome to the Big Finish podcast. I'm Nick Briggs and I'm joined by Ian Atkins. Hello, Ian. Hello, Nick. Now, we're talking together by the uh, technologically advanced means of us being on the phone to each other, aren't we? Yes, I particularly like the string that we're holding these tin cans with together. So. <laughs> and uh, Ian is recording his bit at his end and I'm recording my bit at my end it's all sounding very personal and uh, and, and then I'll edit it together and hopefully it'll work it's, it's like a day in the studio it's fantastic <laughs> except really far more primitive be hilarious wouldn't it if it's sort of out of synchronization like a sort of two Ronnie's sketch where you answer the question three goes before I, hassocks. You know. that's, yeah. <laughs> that, that, that's the answer I remember from that sketch particularly hassocks hassocks <laughs> Now, this is just a, a shortish podcast because we spoiled you so much last time with the June and July releases and all those clips and things. Um, but the main reason for this one is because, uh, you know, you've sent in a few um, uh, emails, you people out there. Thank you. Ian, have you got any of them? Yes, I have one from um, Revolting Ross, apparently. <laughs> oh. Um, although also apparently Ross Cleaver. Um that sounds bad. I've probably given his email address away, actually, now. Oh, oops! You shouldn't have said that. <laughs> well, I think it's better that we, we make it aware of that. Um, I have to say I haven't looking at it, but... Um, good, yes. good. On with uh, the email. But his subject line is the intriguing idea for a story. Oh, yes. And it's, hi, guys. I'm suspicious already. Well, yes. Um, hi, guys. Hearing how well the eighth and fourth Doctor pairing went down on Light at the End got me thinking of ideas on how you could get them together again. I was thinking, how about an adventure with them both working behind the scenes to help the other Doctors during the events of the five Doctors, obviously without the knowledge of the others. You could even do something with six and seven teaming up as well. Just an idea. Well, you know, you're not the first to have suggested that sort of thing. And it's, it sounds like the kind of idea that David Richardson would come up with. Do you think there's maybe a, a phantom email address and it's really actually David emailing well, think, in? Well, actually, if you think about it, Revolting Ross is very close to an anagram of David Richardson, <laughs> or possibly in code. Yes, I've worked that out instantly. You're absolutely right. <laughs> Uh, yeah, okay, I'm filing that under interesting. Just want to mention that we, we are going to have a competition, aren't we? Have you worked all that out? Um, I haven't yet, but I will think <laughs> rapidly as we speak. Really? Have you got prizes? I, yes, I have. Got prizes, okay. Well, that, that's, um, that's a start. Do you want to read out another email there? Yes. Um, you, you know, mate, I, I, I'm a man, so I can either read this email or think about competition prizes, so bear that in mind. Okay, will you be a man and read out the email? <laughs> it's about time someone said that to me. Okay. <laughs> um, actually, let's see who this is from, because it starts with the wonderfully promising Dear Big Finish podcast. Good. Um, it's from Kai... Ma oh, goodness me. I hope I get this right, Kai. Kai... Ma McNamee, McNamee, Kai McNamee. There we Kai go. Uh, sorry, Kai. That's probably been said better to you in the past. Uh, Dear Big Finish Podcast, it was a real pleasure to hear the return of the Big Finish Podcast. I think I speak for everyone when I say that it was missed, but obviously not as dearly missed as Paul Sprague. I can't begin to comprehend how his passing affected those he was close to, to whom I express my condolences. He was an extraordinary character, and it was always a delight to hear him on the podcast. He will be sorely missed. 
Um, and I think that's that's true for all of us, actually. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Um, yeah. I wish Ian the best of luck on his new role at Big Finish and wish his appointment was under more happier circumstances. I'm sure he'll do a fine job. You haven't seen me in the office yet. Um, <laughs> oh, perhaps I should explain here that, I don't know whether we mentioned last time, that you were working with Paul, weren't yes. you? Yes, I'm, I'm, Paul actually asked me if I was interested in coming to work with him for a few days a week. Yeah. And I had an absolute wonderful four weeks before that, that terrible day. And I have to say right now, I'm so grateful because I hadn't seen Paul a huge amount in the sort of year or so before that, although I'd known him for about 15 years. Exactly, I was going to say you're and, a long-term um, friend of his. So, yeah, it was it was two days a week of Paul showing off his astonishingly... Um, <laughs> what's the word? I, I can't wait to hear what you're going to say. <laughs> yes, actually, I, I paused at the wrong point there, really. Um, but yeah, he, he had an astonishing knowledge of... Um, chart music for about last 20 years so he, oh, I know. he was playing things on, on his, his Mac in the office and uh, he would tell me the chart position when it came out and I think in some cases how much it cost him to buy um, and there was, a, there was an elaborate discourse at one point about the, um, the way that this sort of drum roll thing comes into just about every single dance music track at the moment and it was driving him mad um, so yes I'm very 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 grateful that I actually had that chance because um, I miss him terribly but oh, I'd God. miss him a lot more if I'd not had that so yeah it, um, that that uh, obsessive, I would choose to use the word, knowledge of uh, popular music. He and uh, Tom Spilsbury, you know, the editor yeah. of Doctor Who magazine, they um, they shared that obsession. Well, I mean, Paul and I used to meet up occasionally because we years back we worked for Visual Imagination on various magazines, and there was a lovely pub nearby that had a trivia quiz machine that had a, a dedicated pop music one on it, and and um, between us, with my in, in, incredible knowledge of ELO and his knowledge of everything else um, we, we won some considerable sums at times actually it was good. Yeah. So, yeah. well if anyone wants to ask a question about the electric light orchestra uh, Ian and this was before Love and Monsters as well before before Russell made them cool oh did anyone ever really make them cool I don't know discuss actually, I, shouldn't, I mean Love and Monsters is a bit uh, marmite as well I shouldn't bring that up so never mind. I like it for the, for <laughs> anyway the there's some questions in this email there are, aren't there um, yes there are four questions actually yeah. we should we should split this across like we should do a cliffhanger like a two-parter or something <laughs> anyway sorry Kai uh, you've been ages waiting um First question, will Big Finish continue the Avengers range with original stories after the Lost episodes have been fully released, or is it only a finite range whose purpose is to adapt those missing adventures from the first series? Um, we need David, really. Yeah, well, we can't give an answer to that at the moment. That's the plan at the moment, um, you know, and, and our licence with uh, Studio Canal is very specific. But... Uh, who knows, you know, we, we would hope to do more and different things. So uh, that's a bit of a stay tuned answer there. OK, uh, second question from Kai is what were the reasons behind Big Finish's discontinuation of the Doctor Who Unbound range? I, for one, would love to hear more of David Warner's excellent portrayal of a Doctor, even as a secondary character in another Doctor Who release. Well, oh, there's a police car just coming past my house quite slowly. Oh, no, it was an ambulance. Uh, luckily, it wasn't for me this time. Um, yes, uh, well, we only really ever planned the Unbound range as just a, a short-lived thing. Um, uh, although we did, you know, revisit with uh, Masters of War, not Masters of Earth, uh, the, the uh, David Warner 
a doctor but the idea was to you know present these kind of what if scenarios and we felt that we'd sort of exhausted that and then it would have just become uh, a series where you just cast different actors as the doctor and that wasn't really what we were about and i think also there was a point when uh the BBC said to us, could you not cast any new actors as the Doctor? Because it was around about the time they were going to regenerate the Doctor. And so, you know, they worried about the sort of confusing messages that might send out. That's a good question, though. Hmm. I so hope the answer was equally as good. It always seems a very Or at least half as good. Actually, so. <laughs> um, okay, question number three from Kai. Yes. Um, this is kind of like the Kai podcast, really. Hi, Kai. Do Big Finish intend to produce any more Mervyn Stone audios after the excellent Axeman cometh? Um, we um, we would love to, um, but I mean, they weren't huge sellers, so we, we wanted to do some in the same style. And from what I heard, Nev Fountainhill hear this and write in and vehemently disagree now, uh, didn't want to write them in that style anymore. He wanted us to do gigantic, lavish, full cast productions, which we couldn't afford to do. And we would love to do another Axeman Cometh style, you know, with two voices, that kind of thing. Um, it, it went down, you know, very well with a, a select audience. So, so, Nev, if you're listening, we'd love to do more of those. We just can't afford to employ about 10 actors. Mervyn Stone could be up against an impressionist. <laughs> yes, brilliant. Yeah, brilliant. Oh yeah, and I think Frank Nev Spencer knows John Colshaw. Oh yeah, that'd be a good idea. Yeah, that'd be good. Um, and we're using Jessica Martin quite a lot. True. Does she still do impersonations? I don't know. She didn't do any the last time she was in. No. Perhaps I should have prodded her. Go and do a funny voice. Oh, but, well, I don't know. Do you think she still gets that? I don't know really. Because, I mean, I remember her as a, a oh, she hate me for saying this, but a real fixture of television in the sort of, like, mid-80s with her impressions. Oh, and yeah. she did a cracking Sue Pollard. <laughs> Don't we all? Repeat, but, uh, <laughs> uh, yes. Anyway, well, that was the answer to Kai's third question. And to finish up his inquiries, are there any more Big Finish classic releases in the pipeline? And if so, can you give us a clue of what they are? Yes, Frankenstein. And the clue is... Frankenstein. Yeah, I think you're being a bit enigmatic there, Nick. <laughs> yes, I wish I could just be a bit yeah, clearer about this. So there you are. Thank you, Kai. Thank you, Kai. Um, have you, um, so what are the prizes you've come up with um, for the, the, the competition? The prizes I've come up with are enigmatic <laughs> and not easily to handle. I glance around the office. I mean, the script fronts, yeah. um, which would be lovely. Yeah. Um, well, that's, yeah. Have you got three of those I you can think pick? I can put my hands on three of those. Okay, go on. Um, oh, bear with me one second while I run through the archives and get rid of bats. <laughs> that's my bat impersonation. Well, Not very good. I've been watching too much Scooby Doo, clearly. Yeah, I saw the movie again on Saturday. What, the first one? Yes. I've seen them all, I'm afraid. I watch everything to do with Scooby-Doo because I have a five-year-old. Yeah, it's, it's kind of part and parcel, really, isn't it? <laughs> it is. I th I've become quite a Scooby-Doo expert, actually. I particularly like the new series, Mystery Incorporated. Well, I say new, it's, it's finished now. I don't know whether they're doing a second season. But it's great. It's got continuing story arcs and character development. It's marvellous. It's also got Harlan Ellison in it. <laughs> Anyway, carry on, sorry. Um, I'm actually coming up with ones, and I go through our, our small storage of front pages, and I'm actually finding titles I don't recognise from our work, so 
Um, what I'm going to do is pause briefly so that you can edit it easily. Yeah. What's Waterloo of the Daleks, Nick? Oh, yeah, that was Curse of the Daleks. Ah, well, we have a front page for Waterloo of the Daleks. It's been signed by everyone involved, which would be an astonishingly good prize. Yeah, we'll have that. I used to have a poster for the interview with the vampire when it actually had River Phoenix on it. And I have lost it in a move, and it's probably worth an absolute fortune now. But we're not offering that as a prize. No. If I found it, someone could have it. <laughs> I would be happy to let someone have it at Bryce with Big Finish, but um, I'm afraid I don't know where it is. So have you got a couple of other script fronts there? Well, there's the Prodigal Wirren, which is another name. Yeah, that was, cool. that was changed to Wirren Isle. We had a lot of title changing going on at that point. What makes you uh, change a title generally? Um, it's, it's blatant prejudice and personal preference. Uh, Paul Mars once called me the title Nazi. I, I've a, that's one of the things that I'm because I hope I hope you'll back me up on this, but I'm quite open-minded and want to discuss things a lot. But when it comes to titles, I I, just, I sort of have a gut feeling. Yes. Prodigal Wirren kind of gave away the um, the the story, so I thought Wirren Isle was much better. Waterloo nice. Yes, that was quite good. We it's just wanted to get Davros. Vibe, Pardon? It's got that whole ABBA vibe. Yes. Well, that's what Johnny Morris was after. With cocking a wry eyebrow, as he often does. I don't know what the other... The other eyebrow is probably made of wheat. I don't know. Oh. Hey. Um, a serial punster. Ah, <laughs> uh, you see. Um, I you can crop that down. <laughs> I oh, dear. I almost didn't get that. Um, I, um, but we wanted to get Davros in the title. That was the thing. Uh-huh, yeah. And there was a thing around at the time where there was some legal case where someone was oh, claiming yes. they'd created yes, Davros. Yes. And we were told we couldn't, it wasn't safe to use an image of Davros at the time. So we opted for a little blue eye. And I said, can I use the word Davros? And they said, yes. So I, uh, so I thought, let's put Davros in the title because we can't have him on the cover crazy things okay, that happened well, that seemed so important at the time and so irrelevant no, I, now. I always find kind of the evolution of things that writing and stuff like that really interesting and yeah. uh, like the lost stories that we do um, you always think of the what ifs and stuff so yeah so our, our prizes are three front pages I think the fourth wall is the other Yes, and because we gave away the CDs for these uh, last podcasts, so that's good. Well, if, if someone's really lucky, they will have won the CDs and then they'll get the front pages. But well, yeah. I, statistically, I think the odds are against them. So what's the question um, going to well, be, I found Ian? the front pages, so I, I think really, it, you know, I would only be polite to let you answer the question. Is <laughs> that oh, evasive enough? Okay. What, uh, Philippa Jackson, Flip, is the name of the sixth doctor's companion in those three stories um what was her boyfriend's name just the first name will do how's that uh answers to podcast at bigfinish.com don't forget to put your name and address so that should you win we'll be able to send it to you and the closing date is thursday the 31st of august in the year 2014 ad and ad should have come before sorry Lisa was one of the, 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 the major things I had when I first joined Big Finish and no one actually bothered to tell me something very obvious. And well, most of her photos on the website are credited as Lisa GW. 
and I assumed it was some very archaic Welsh surname goo. <laughs> and I did. I met her, and she was at Paul's funeral. And yes, I met her yeah. the first time, and came within a gnat's whisker of actually saying, "Oh, where, do you, where does your surname come from?" So she said, "What?" She said, "What are you talking about?" Yes, because she's not very Welsh, really, is she? Not at all. Yeah. No. I just read a script uh, that I'm directing that her character's in, and uh, she refers to one of the doctor's nastiest enemies as a grade A mentalist, which really made me laugh. <laughs> I thought, she's so fantastic to write for. I think the writers have such fun with her. Because, frankly, Lisa is flip. All we need is for her to meet the Daleks again and call them Dalek Face, which is what she calls me on Twitter. Anyway, look, there was a competition. Aren't we proud Absolutely of ourselves? Fantastic. Listen, how long has this podcast gone on for um, so far? I've got about 16 minutes. 16 minutes, wow. Have we got time for a quick email before we go? Yeah, I think we might do. I've got okay. one more lined up. Um, oh, it's a fantastic surname, actually. This is Noah Sudret. Ooh. I would like that surname, please. Um, I'm sure it can be arranged. <laughs> quick to the poll office. Um, dear Big Finish, you have to forgive me, there is a very wonderful train going past at the moment. Dear Big I can't hear it, don't worry. Okay. I think you'll pick it up when you do the audio list. I'm sure it will. Dear Big Finish, I just wanted to say how excited I am about your acquiring the rights to make the Omega Factor. Or is it Omega? Omega. Omega. Sorry. Omega you had two factor. goes and were wrong on both. See, the, I hate the English language. It's so easily interpreted. Um, I stumbled across the show for the first time almost five years ago, and it's always been a pipe dream of mine that you would do a series. Wow. I can't wait to hear Louise Jameson back as Anne Reynolds, and I think it's wonderful that Natasha Gerson is back as well. Hopefully, John Carlyle can put an appearance as Roy Martindale. I'm also looking forward to the audiobook of Jack Gershon's long out-of-print novelisation. I love the passion and hard work that clearly goes into everything you do and your desire to continually expand your output. After Tom Baker finally signed up for the fourth Doctor audios and you managed to acquire Blake 7, I didn't think it could get any better. I was wrong. Please keep up the good work. Oh. Deepest thanks, Noah Sudret. That's a great email. That's almost like we bribed Noah for that one. But yes, I actually forwarded that email to David Richardson today to make him happy about the Amiga Factor. Oh, Not that he isn't happy about it, but you know, you want to spread the praise around people involved, don't you? Absolutely. Well, thanks, Noah. Thank you, Noah. And thank you, Ian, for persisting with this very strange way of making a podcast. No, it's, it's fine. It's, it's wonderfully sort of interestingly high-tech, which is how I view a big finish. <laughs> yes. All right, mate. Well, I know you're very, very busy, so I'll, I'll leave you to it. In the meantime, I just wanted to say uh, the next podcast will feature David Richardson, who I will also be doing this strange link-up with. If only we could all be in the same place at the same time. Well, it happened last time. It's not going to happen again for a while, though, is it? It'll be like Three Doctors all over again. <laughs> Although, uh, the next time I see you, you're probably coming to the studio for Sherlock Holmes, aren't you? Yes. Yes, I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, me too. It's great scripts. The Judgment of Sherlock Holmes. Oh. Oh, yes, super stuff. Anyway, and you'll be getting your deer stalker out, will you? I might bring it along. Then I'd have to. Oh, this is for photos, isn't it? I'd have to shave my beard off. I thought you were going to be method. <laughs> no, mate. It's Nick Briggs you're talking to here. Well, anyway, would that, you mate. would you care to say goodbye? Goodbye. Goodbye. Big finish coming soon from Big Finish Productions. I had a dream, which was not all a dream. The bright sun was extinguished, and the stars did wander darkling in the eternal space, rayless and pathless, 
and the icy earth swung blind and blackening in the moonless air. Morn came and went, and came, and brought no day. And men forgot their passions in the dread of this, their desolation. Frankenstein! Frankenstein! Well then, time to begin. <laughs>